Welcome to another episode of PropCast, a property podcast that aims to educate, inspire, and engage property investors. We are your hosts, Dami Shinobala and Bimbala Osaige. Hey, Bim. Hi, Dami. How are you doing? I am good. How are you? Cool. It's fine. Good. Oh, here we go. About to timestamp the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're putting me under way too much pressure, right? I need to tell. I need to tell you what's going on in the current moment. Okay, go for it. You you always do anyway. So. Exactly. <laughs> Why stop now? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're recording this podcast on a Friday, so I'm excited because it's Friday. You know. <laughs> wrong with that at all. No, all is well, all is well, all is well. We're back here recording another episode of PropCast. And um, we have a special guest with us today. Yes, 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 we have a special guest. He goes by the name of Toby. Hi, Toby. Welcome to PropCast. No, I'm honored to be here. Thank you very much. I, I hope you both well. Yeah, thanks, Toby, for coming today. We're excited to have you on. We're very excited to have guests on, actually, because... It's a break from us talking about what we do. Talk about what they do. Put the spotlight on somebody else. For sure, for sure. Spotlight is on you today, Toby. That's right. And you'll notice I didn't even give an introduction because the last introduction I gave, Bimbola just uh, wiped it off. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Toby. And uh, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. Paint a bad picture. What is this? He introduced our guests without giving them all the right accolades. So I thought, you know what? Don't do disservice to our guests, right? So Toby, please introduce yourself. Don't forget to talk about all the amazing things you are doing. <laughs> God, some pressure. That is definitely some pressure. <laughs> Two minutes and the pressure's on. I love it. <laughs> no, uh, so my name is Toby. Um, 26 years old. Obviously, started from the top. 26 years old and Welsh. Um, been in the property game for seriously maybe seven or eight months now. Kind of dibbling and dabbling a little bit for me about 12 months. But yeah, absolutely loving what I'm doing. Um, obviously, sharing some success with, with you guys as well. Um, I'm just really glad to be here. So thank you very much. Toby's very, uh, he's a very humble guy, by the way. So <laughs> he's a very humble guy. So I won't, I won't say what Volta always says about you, no, Toby. So <laughs> Toby, Toby, Toby. See, this is the reason why I don't, I didn't ask, let Dami do the intro. That was way too humble for the amazing things you're doing. Are you planning on releasing that through the podcast? Is that, the, is that a goal? Hmm. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> cool so toby you said you've been into property um for seriously now for about six to eight months uh and dublin and dublin for maybe 12 months before that so like where what, what's your background where do you come from i mean you're 26 years of age so still relatively young <laughs> i would say um which is cool and uh yeah so just give us a bit more like your, your story basically and how you came into into property yeah no worries um so again kind of starting from the top um i kind of went into uni didn't really know what i was doing didn't know why i was there to be honest um i just essentially picked business because it started with a b i have no idea why i picked business to be honest um <laughs> kind of went through that course I didn't really take it seriously i think the course was maybe nine hours a week which is a, a full-time course i think i was going in maybe two hours a week and uh, so i wasn't really taking it very seriously to be honest um, just scraped the pass, um, 
came out of uni like everyone else didn't know what to do with myself I mean it's always tricky going from that stage of kind of education and then straight into oh I need a job now what do I do um so kind of went into that phase and I, I, some, somehow I managed to get a, um, a graduate job at MS Bank if you remember when like PPI was going on all that kind of stuff um, kind of going through the case handling and like answering complaints and all this kind of thing um, <laughs> bit of a funny story really my shift what started at 3 in the afternoon and finished at 11 at night which is which is quite a good shift to be honest um, but I get into work at 3 finish all my work at 4 so blast it all in like 60 minutes and then I would have um five o'clock until 11 o'clock, essentially free time. Now, where I was sitting in the office, there's about 600 people in the office, so it was a huge operation. Um, I was sat right in the corner, um, so no one could see my screen, but I could see all the managers coming my way. So it was just the perfect setup, to be honest. Um, so as soon as four o'clock came around, I was just straight onto YouTube, um, just wasting my days, to be honest. Um, and I kind of just stumbled across some, some property videos um, and that was kind of my, my day, really. So I'd go into work, three till four work, then four till 11, just property videos, property, property, the whole, the whole time. Um, and the job at MS, it was uh, it was contracting, kind of self-employed, all, all that kind of thing. So there was a natural date, end date anyway. Um, so I just kind of, I guess, uh, I guess I was taking it more seriously. Um, I thought with my degree, I wouldn't really say it was a degree, just, a, just, just scraped it, to be honest. Um, and so I thought, oh, well, I might give this property, uh, this property thing a go. Um, and I kind of went to some of the um, kind of the free uh, weekly networking events, that kind of thing. And I met some cool people and it's just kind of exploded from there, really. So it all kind of started nice, from, nice, uh, nice. <laughs> from YouTube. <laughs> from YouTube. Yeah, you can learn a lot from YouTube. <laughs> Can't learn everything, but you can certainly learn a lot, right, Bimbo? <laughs> I know we're not talking about PPI, but I just remembered those days of PPI. <laughs> wow, that was a big operation. Okay, well, excellent. So, um, you so you got yourself started. Um, what I mean, what exactly was it about property that made you think, you know, what this is it? What did you hear? You must have heard something. Someone must have done something, you know. Um, and by the way, I love the fact that you're in your twenties. Uh, because now I think about the fact that I wish I start. I mean, I did start property in my twenties, but it was more in my later twenties than my early twenties. So this is amazing. And one of my vision actually is to try and get the younger people into property sooner rather than later. Like, why wait till you're in your thirties or forties yeah. to start making those kind of deals when you can start very early? So yeah, please just tell us how or what exactly it was that got you so interested in this. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, I don't want to kind of mention names. It's probably not my place or the place to mention names. Um, but when I was in YouTube, um, it was kind of like the free events. Um, it was kind of the fact that... Uh, it's okay to mention names. It's okay. Uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, I'll go straight in. Then. It was the Samuel Leeds videos that caught me um, straight off. It was the... I can't remember what the, what the day's called. Is it a crash course, I think? That one-day free event? Um, mm-hmm. And I thought... I think I'll well, tell like it. It cost £1 for a, for a booking fee. So I thought for a quid, I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. Um, and, uh, it's good value yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I thought for a quid I'll, I'll give that a go um, I went down uh, went down with my girlfriend at the time and um, well still my girlfriend I don't know why I said that <laughs> I'll get in trouble if I, if I say things like that <laughs> um, I went down went down with my girlfriend and uh, I don't know if you guys have been to one of these events um, they're very happy clappy which which isn't really for me um, kind of jumping on chairs and you know 
that wasn't for me, but I guess the content was quite good. Um, and I followed a few few other guys, um, the guy called Tony Law. I think he's one of Simon Zucci's kind of uh, um, kind of mastermind educators. Um, yeah, me, me and Tony, uh, well, I kind of bought his course and then it just kind of escalated from there really and kind of just, just, took, just took off. Okay, so from, was that the last course you did or did you have more courses that you eventually did? Yeah, so um, so the, f- the very first one, if you, if you can call it a course, was the crash course. Um, and then the second one was Tony Law's kind of mastermind course, which is an absolutely amazing course, by the way. It teaches you from a right kind of beginner all the way up to kind of doing like freehold to leasehold strategies or sorts of how to speak to vendors, how to speak to estate agents. It's a really good um kind of covering all bases course, fantastic. Um, so after that one, I kind of um, jumped onto Simon Zucci's PLO 2020, well, it's gone quick actually, it's 2021 now, uh, his 2020 course. Um, and that's obviously all about options and kind of structuring creative deals. Um, and after that, that's kind of when I took the, um, kind of going, going to the networking meetings and more seriously, that's when I started to attend PIN. Uh, I went to kind of my, I think it was Chester PIN, my local one. And then uh, I was at the back of the room, because that's just me, <laughs> right, right in the corner. And um, this guy just started to walk to the front of the room. I was like, oh, who's this guy? And he had like four buttons undone <laughs> with a suit. And obviously it was Walter. <laughs> and he started talking about these crazy kind of like 60, 70% ROI deals. And I didn't even think you could get more than 20. I was like, oh, who is this guy? <laughs> crazy. Um, and then, yeah, I just kind of started speaking to, to speaking to Walter at the end. And then um, I think, yeah, when I joined his course, that was... I think that was March 2020, so about 16 months ago, 15 months ago, something like that. Um, obviously, as you guys, as you guys know, it's um, fantastic course as well. I think the first, I'd say the first few weeks are definitely theory, kind of learning what you're doing, how to speak to investors, how to find deals, um, and then you kind of implement all that kind of kind of training, and then that, that's how you can kind of take off. So that, that's my story. That's my story. But how about you guys? Cool. How about you guys? Cool. No, this is not about us, Toby. You're our guest here. We ask you the questions, my friend. <laughs> so, um, had Toby wants to just flip it around, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, obviously, like um, myself and Bimbola, we stress the importance of education, and you've kind of given us, yeah, your 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 educational journey, and uh, you know, certainly, it's something that we 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 do believe in. Um, a lot of people think you can learn everything from YouTube. And I mean, there's a lot of information out there, don't get me wrong, but, but there certainly is a place for, for paid education and, um, and, getting, and getting information from someone who's doing it or has been where you want to go. So uh, that we're definitely advocates for that. And it's good to see that, you know, you've taken that path. So what, what do you actually do in property then, Toby? And, you know, do you want to share some of the successes that you've had? Yeah, so um, so this is this is one of the questions, why, one of the reasons why um, it took me a very long time to get going. You know, I, like I say, I, I started around 12 months ago. It might have been a little bit more, to be honest. Um, but been really serious in the last seven seven months or so. But kind of the warming up period for me was, do I do rent to rent? Do I do HMOs? If HMOs, I've got to learn all the article for the regulation. Then what about SA? And you're steel sourcing, and then you've got freehold to leasehold, and you just find options. I didn't know, well, I guess like most people, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go and didn't know like how to start, essentially. Um, Information overwhelm, I guess, from yeah. these courses that you... Yeah. 
can I just share something? When I used to, when I did my training, you know, every time I do those training, and I back then I used to do like three days training, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I literally would have a headache because I've got so <laughs> much information in my head. Like, it, it, and then you go through different emotions because one minute you're really pumped up, you're excited yeah. about what you're hearing, you're seeing, or you then you start to put yourself in that space and then you're imagining what it would be if you're in there and then you then get home and think okay so which one should i do now yeah. so much information <laughs> carry yeah. on just so i should throw that in <laughs> no that's it i think i think the um i think the, the term is like analysis paralysis that's definitely what i suffered from um yeah like kind of jumping from even jumping from deal to deal um but when i really start to get serious um i just per just purchased my first residential home um and uh, looking back, that was a terrible purchase. <laughs> but hindsight, it's one of those things, isn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, Every master yeah. was once a disaster, <laughs> yes. Toby. Yeah, yeah these phrases are popping. There we go. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so I kind of purchased my first home. Um, obviously, quite a big deposit. Um, so I really got serious about property, and I was kind of looking at myself, really, and I've, I've kind of got no money. So I need to do other options, rent to rents, or sourcing. Um, now, rent to rents for me, uh, I got live in Wales. Um, <laughs> it has its pros, and, but it certainly has its cons. Um, one of the cons are very few places do rent to rents. Um, all the licensing is quite difficult, so I have to kind of go into England. Uh, HMOs won't be for me. Too much regulation for, for my liking, um, too much headache, you've got planning permission, all that kind of thing. Um, so then it was either um, sourcing or options. And I thought realistically, to, to kind of replace my salary, options um they're great but they're quite hard to come by and, and all that kind of thing so I naturally just end up kind of leaning towards sourcing really and i think it's a great strategy if you've you know to get compliance you're talking maybe sort of 1500 pounds maybe less which is relatively cheap um and you can kind of that's that's you kind of um kind of creating wealth without kind of you know buying a buying a house with a deposit or or putting money into a refurb kind of thing so that's my strategy really um and I'm just kind of taking it from there since really. That's interesting. So I guess by process of elimination, you've ended up at a particular strategy, which is which is deal sourcing. And and that's it. You know, we were talking the other day on Clubhouse about, um, no, we were talking uh, and the conversation that we had was around, you know, how much do you need to get into property? And, you know, one of the things that I guess we discussed was you, you don't necessarily, necessarily need your own money to to get into property. It's more about, you know, having a creative mind and, and the different options. And it certainly seems like, you know, that's what you've gone through. You bought your residential, you, you realise that your own reserves were, you know, were, were pretty much uh, non-existent. So you looked at other creative strategies, which don't require your own funds, but maybe utilising someone else's and you, you've ended up with deal sourcing, which is, which is a very viable business, you know, so... Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the danger is, um, you know, there's a lot of sources out there, but kind of cutting through the noise, um, I think is the key. That's it. Look at that. Cutting through the noise is the key. <laughs> so what's, what's your, uh, in terms of sourcing? So give us some numbers, you know, how successful as a sourcer have, have you been? Um, <laughs> I don't want to say. You see, you see, to, to, uh, yeah. for, for those who are listening, right, you won't be able to like. I, I, we're on video, so I can see Toby. And when I mentioned that, there's a big grin across his face. You won't be able to see it, but just 
<laughs> we said he's a humble guy. He doesn't want to say what his numbers are. Like, come I on, you, you got to tell us. You got to tell us what your numbers are. It's all about numbers, right? Yeah. We want to know. Yeah, it's all about numbers, yeah. man. Fair enough, you got me. Um, <laughs> it's, it's quite. I guess it's quite tricky to say on a month by month basis. Well, I'd say, like I said, I got serious seven, eight months ago. So around November 2020. Um, and in terms of the quantity of deals, uh, probably talking in the region of maybe 40 to 50. Obviously, some have fallen through. Um, but I'd say that was about the, about the right, about, about the number, yeah. In the last eight months, yeah. right? Wow. 40 to 50 deals. Toby, where are you on. finding this deal? Are you can, producing can we give this Toby book? a clap? Can we give him a clap? <laughs> 40 to 50 deals. Toby, have you been sleeping? No. <laughs> no, I really haven't. <laughs> wow. Wow. In the last eight months, 40 to 50. Yeah, no, again, like some of them have fallen through um, at survey stage, especially. Phenomenal. Bim, do you want to probe, probe a little bit more? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Toby, <laughs> oh, I am impressed. Okay, so. <laughs> hmm. tell me you said you haven't been sleeping um because you've been working so clearly you've been working quite hard to, to get to those deals now tell me what is your motivation to getting as many deals as is possible um what is it what would you say is the the, the thing that is that is obviously that drives your you know to to put in so much work hmm. or is it are you just lucky that you just have these deals, like someone throwing these deals at you. Uh, tell us a little bit more about, you know, what you know, what have you been doing to get these deals um, so that people will know that not only is it possible because you're able to do it, but then also it's also takes a lot of, I'm assuming it's going to take a lot of work, effort, dedication, commitment. So please just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, no worries. So I guess those two questions are. Um, so the first one, uh, the reason why, um, that's a good question, to be honest. Um, I guess there's two answers to that question. Um, probably not very helpful. Um, the first one being um, my partner, Emma, she, to be fair, she's, she's always done a lot for me, especially when I'm working so much. I really hate to be the stereotype, but she does the cooking and the cleaning, <laughs> usually. Um, <Yeah. laughs> um, so it's, I guess, uh, it, I guess in, in one sense, it's kind of my way of saying thank you. Um, the idea is to take her out of work, which I have done now, which is quite, quite scary, to be honest. Quite scary. Um, can can we just pause there and just can can we just pause there? This guy has taken his girlfriend out of work. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on! How old is your girlfriend, Toby? Sorry, how old is your girlfriend? Uh, she's the same, so 20, 26 years old. Yeah, so four months difference. Oh wow! I wish I was twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was That's... out of work at twenty six. That is amazing. Well done. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um... That's the power of property, right? You yeah. know, it it has the ability to to um. I, I mean, any business, any business you're into, but you know, if you're successful at something, you have the opportunity to do the things you want to do and that's that's phenomenal so kudos to you toby and uh, and emma thank you well yeah done. thank you very much um i mean to be, to be fair there's there are some days where i wish i had a job for the regular income um but i suppose that's um that's that's life running a business i guess <laughs> the life of an entrepreneur yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah so you said you 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 know you work so hard because of her and you've been able to 
um, take her out of uh, out of out of her job, which is phenomenal. And congrats! So it, it, you're quite a lean team then in terms of your your team, uh, because I can imagine forty to fifty deals and processing all of that. That takes quite a lot of work and effort and maybe manpower. Oh, 100%. Um, I think systems are the answer, to be honest. Uh, when, I was, when I was doing things at the start, I was a bit of a caveman, doing everything on pen and paper. It wasn't good, to be honest. Um, and then I got a dog, and then literally the stereotype of, like, my dog is eating my work. <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> it was not good. Um, so I started to lean towards kind of um, non-chewable uh, record-keeping, so, like, systems and kind of, like, Trello and all that kind of thing. Um, it makes it makes life a lot easier, really. Especially a lot of these tools are quite uh, what well, they are free anyway, um, which is handy, definitely handy. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, like from you working and then becoming an un- a property entrepreneur, which wow. is uh, Bimbola's new <laughs> phrase, uh, property entrepreneur. Like, what what are the major differences? What shifts have you had to make in your own life in order to adjust to? Because, like you said. You know, being an employee is a completely different mindset to being an entrepreneur. An employee, you have that regular source of income, that comfortability. But as an entrepreneur, some days you may eat, some days you might not eat. So, yeah. How have you had to adjust and what have you found the most challenging? No, that's a great question. Um, I think it's hard. I think it's hardest when you first make the transition. Um you know, let's say if you work nine to five, you know, at like four fifty-five, you're thinking about, oh, I'm going to clock off now. But when you work for yourself, you it's twenty-four-seven. You can't, you know, walk away from your computer mid-email because you finished one minute ago. You have to do the work. So that was quite that was quite difficult to to kind of get my head around it when I first started. Um, I mean, you you guys are probably the same. Um, kind of starting your day the right way, so powerful. I think you only realize these things. Um, once you start doing them, because when I when I was employed, you know, people said, get your morning routine right and eat well and exercise. I just thought, oh, it's a bit of fluff, you know, doesn't really mean anything. But when you actually, um, when when you when your performance directly correlates to your kind of your income, then you do start to take these things more seriously. And I suppose it's like a mindset shift. You start to keep yourself kind of motivation naturally, I guess. Yeah, that's 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 a very powerful thing you said there. When your performance starts to directly impact your income now i mean in a sense when you're an employee your performance impacts your income in a way but i guess it's it's still Mm -hmm. kind of it's still steady as long as you're within that role so you may not get a pay rise if your performance is not great but it's still steady but as an entrepreneur it's you know (laughs) if you don't perform you're not gonna eat (laughs) so that's uh (laughs) Uh, very... Can you guys hear me? Hmm. <laughs> Toby, I don't even know if Dami gets it. If I Dami, I don't know if you fully get it because you're still getting paid irrespective of whether you turn up or I, not. I know, I know, I know, I know. But Toby, <laughs> I get what you're saying. <laughs> no, trust me, I know. I'm preparing myself. If <laughs> I that's it, Dami, prepare yourself because I'm preparing myself. That day will sure. come where you literally think, oh my God, I need to get out of this house. What am I doing? Like you just can't even sit still. <laughs> <laughs> well it gets better though it, i mean you know that that's where the whole that's where you have that debate about whether property is passive or not passive mm-hmm. you know to an extent yeah eventually it kind of i mean it is passive income what they say you know but a lot of the time at the beginning it's not as passive as that because you have to put in the work because your work is directly linked to 
<laughs> food on your table, you know, and then it gets to a time, obviously, the more you've done, then you really can see what the, I think passive income comes in after a while. But at the beginning, you know, you have to do the work, you have to get up, you have to, you're constantly strategizing, constantly trying to be creative, constantly thinking, constantly <laughs> working. <laughs> I get it, Toby. Well done, well done, well done. So you um you mentioned something there that I, you know, I wanna um touch on a bit. And probably because I, I know a little bit of of well, actually I know a lot. Um but <laughs> your morning routine. <laughs> your morning routine. Take us through your morning routine because I think these things can uh, for our listeners when they're when when they have takeaways these are the kind of things that they can take away so you've mentioned you know quite a, a few things today and you, you talked about performance performance is so important when it comes to you know when it comes to even even if you know you're an employee performance is still important I was reading a book by Brian Tracy recently and he talks about you know being successful even not just as an entrepreneur but as a person who's employed as well and there are certain things that performance wise that you just have to do in order to in order to be successful so sleeping right eating right exercising all these things but like you said you know people just we tend to take it for granted yeah. right until those things are in our faces you know <laughs> we take our health for granted until yeah. we're in hospital and the doctor says you need to change your lifestyle so these things are very very important they're not easy nope. <laughs> like trust me they're not easy but they're things that we have to do and um so you talked about you know your morning starting the day right so talk us through your morning routine and um and what what you do yeah so uh, my morning routine i just start off the night before um so i'll kind of make an effort to um this it is quite hard uh, I'll, I'll make an effort to not eat anything three hours before bed um because I, I hate going to bed on a full stomach I just wake up feeling a bit ill and obviously that affects your day as well. Um, so three hours before bed, I won't eat. Um, at least two hours before bed, I won't look at any screens if I can't. Obviously, if I'm working late, there's no way around that. But I'll try to not look at my phone, no iPads, no TV, no computer. Um, again, it helps you to go to sleep faster. Um, and obviously go to bed at exactly the... Well, again, it's quite hard, but try to go to bed at the same time every single day. Um, and then I usually wake up uh, so say I'll go to bed at nine o'clock. I usually wake up at around quarter past six in the morning. Um, quarter past six when I wake up, um, I kind of get myself out of bed, even in winter when it's freezing cold, straight out of bed, no excuse. Um, and I kind of read, um, I don't really know how to explain it. It's kind of like um, like an inspirational like affirmations document that I've made. And it's kind of goes through uh, who I am now, where I want to be, um, my kind of milestones and goals. Um, and just some of the rewards that I, I, I hope to give myself in a few years. And that kind of, it's like motivation, inspiration sets me up for my day. Um, then I jump in the shower um, and then I'll be ready by about seven o'clock. Um, then I'll go straight out the house to walk my dog and home by half seven and start working about half seven, quarter to eight. That's kind of my routine. <laughs> Those phrases that you, things that you read to yourself in terms of who you are, who you want to be, the pictures that you have of kind of like the, I guess the future you mm. talk us through how you feel like that has that has helped you in in your journey yeah definitely um so I think I don't know if you guys are the same um there's certain days where you just feel really down low you know you you want to walk away you want to just quit you know all that kind of thing I think everyone um experiences that at some point um my logic is I, I've 
you know, by looking at these images every day, it kind of resets my kind of thinking really, um, puts me back on the path and think, you know, if I carry on working hard, if I literally work today, I can achieve these things tomorrow. Um, it's every day, just keep looking at it, looking at it, reading it, and then kind of like visualizing it. And then with a bit of luck, it'll come true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And well, it, it, it's, it's working, right? So you sold 40 to 50 deals in the last uh, eight months, which is phenomenal. So, or in the process of selling 40 to 50 deals. So amazing. Amazing. Oh, thank you. Amazing. <laughs> So what is your goal then? Um, so I know you've, 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 I mean, let's just say in the last two years, you were, you've been in property in the last two years. Let's just kind of round it up to two years. Yeah. And you've been doing a lot of deal sourcing. So are you working towards um, investing in properties to build a portfolio? Are you going to carry on doing this? What is the actual, what is your goal? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, my goal um, is to retire by 30 and to have five income streams. That, that's that's my goal. Um, wow. It's quite a big one, but <laughs> I always think it's better to um, fall short on a big goal rather than set a small goal and then just achieve it. I'm clicking, yes. guys, for those who like poetry. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Come on, come on. <laughs> it's better to fall short on a big goal than, yeah, you're right. The phrases are rolling yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That's, nice. a, that's a tweetable quote right there. <laughs> that is a tweetable quote. Um, so five income streams of which you have, of which you have three right now. Is that right? Um, yes, three right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so do you want to talk us through um, those those other income streams? So you've got your deal sourcing. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the deal sourcing one. Um, secondly, is the I run a Facebook ads agency. Well, more like a digital marketing agency. Um, the third one being, um, I'm going to start to use some of the money from sourcing to buy rentals. Um, so obviously that'll be the, th- be the third. Um, I've got another one um, in kind of the crypto space. Um, so that'll be number four. It's kind of started already, um, but I kind of want to increase that a little bit more. And the fifth one, I'm keeping close to my chest. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got four already yeah. and uh, you've got one more to go. Yeah. Amazing. That is really cool, um, Toby. I'm really inspired by your journey. Um, and I think it just really goes to show that with properties, you don't have to be a certain age. You don't have to be have a certain background. You don't have to have lots of money. You don't like, I, this is one of the things I love property that makes me love property so much. It does not discriminate. It literally doesn't. <laughs> and you're just a big testament of that. You know, it's not about how old you are or what, how much income you have or how much life experience you've had. You can just get into it, perfect it as you get along. And there are so many income streams that comes out mm-hmm. of this industry. You know, it's not just, I think for a lot of people, when you when they hear that you're into property, they just either assume you're an estate agent or yeah. you just buy properties and you're a landlord. But actually there is so much, like there's so many ways to make money yeah. um, in the property space. And obviously you're, you're, you're a good example of that. So thank you so much. I, I am 100% sure someone's listening to this and they're going to be inspired um, by your journey. Um, like I said earlier, I at some point, I actually want to have sessions and um sessions that are geared towards the younger generation so like people that are yeah. coming straight out of uni like early 20s um, and I would love for you to um, if you're willing if you're open to it to maybe um, join us in having yeah. this sort of um, 
program because I think it's always best when people see people just like them or at least not too far off. Not that I'm saying I'm quite old. I'm not that old. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that old, but um, I'm sure it will be way nicer coming from you, Toby. <laughs> no, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, I think yeah, it's- Dami, we need to make that happen. We need to make that happen, the young gays. Sorry, Toby, you were going to say something. I, I was just going to say, um, it's really cliche. Everyone says it, but literally, um, I am nothing special. Uh, Intelligence-wise, I'd probably say below average. Um, at least in the early days, motivation-wise, way below average. <laughs> um, discipline, again, um, I, I was attending to the 20% of my nine-hour course. I just said it all. <laughs> wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. Um, so if I can do it, literally anyone can do this. There's one phrase I love the most. So one of my distant mentors, meaning that, you know, I just studied and listened to everything they said. We don't know each other. Um, the late Dr. Miles Monroe. One of the first times I heard him speak, he was like, look, he draws parallels from the animal kingdom and in reference to leadership, in reference to mentality, in reference to strategy. And one of the parallels he draws is that like, in the animal kingdom, the lion is not the fastest animal. It's not the biggest animal. It's not the smartest animal. It's not even, you know, it, it, it's nothing. Like if you think about the size of an elephant compared to a lion, an elephant can just kick a lion and that's it. It's done. But when an elephant is in the room, no one's really scared. But when a lion is in the room, everybody runs, yeah. right? So what what separates them? It's all it's the mindset, it's mentality. Mm. So you were saying, yeah, below average, below average, but you can be below average. But if your if your mindset is right, it's a completely different game. There's a saying that says, "I'd rather have an army of sheep led by a lion than an army of lions led by sheep." Uh. So dude you know don't put yourself that you're this you're that you know you've got the mindset which is you're 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 developing the things that you need to develop in order to be successful and everyone has to do that you know so so kudos to you my man um in terms of the the last question that we have we always ask our guests this question which is you know what does property mean to you or what does property or what does property uh, helped you achieve however you want to kind of translate that question you know give us a, a, a nugget from from your perspective on on what property uh, has done for you that's a great question it was also touched on earlier um you can be so creative in property you know it's not just um one thing it's literally passive income it could be earned income like sourcing it could be um fixing people's problems rent to rent options it could be you know, going down the commercial route with kind of social housing, um, you know, really helping people who need help. Um, it's, uh, it's so versatile. Um, I think it's one of those industries where you can ethically make quite a lot of money while also obviously helping a lot of people at the same time, which not many other industries you can do, to be honest. Yeah, totally agree with that. I was just in a room um, on Clubhouse where we were talking about, you know, what what of, what does property or what sort of lifestyle has property afforded you? And, you know, that was one of the, 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 um, the that was one thing that resonated with a lot of the, the moderators. It's, yeah, just being able to, I mean, having, on one hand, you, you achieve so much for yourself, but on the other hand, you actually are able to impact and, um, and, um, and 
bless another person, you know, AJ, by what you do, by what you tell, what you teach, just you being yourself can just be inspirational to somebody else. And just seeing that if you can do it, then I can do it and he can do it and she can do it. So property is amazing for that. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. And, uh, and I agree with you. And I think, you know, one, one, one of the reasons why I think it's, uh, you know, you said you can, you can make a lot of money, but you're also ethically helping people. And that's because I feel like it's connected to our very fundamental need, which when you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, mm-hmm. it's part of our physiological needs, which is the very, very basic thing that we need, yeah. shelter. And when you provide shelter, when you have a home and you you rent it out to someone and you're providing a home for them or a room for them, that becomes their home. They've got that need met. And when that need is met, people get transformed. You know, people have a place to stay. They, they, they feel secure and they can start to be themselves and build. And, and that was that that really resonated with me when I watched um, Undercover Billionaire. If you guys, if you haven't watched that series, I would encourage everyone to watch season two and it it tracks three billionaires and they've got to go to three separate states. So it's US based, three separate states. All they had to do, uh, all they had to start off with was a hundred dollars, a mobile phone, a truck, and they had to build a million dollar business in 90 days. So they didn't have a home. They didn't have anything, but each of them, the very first thing they did was to find shelter, you know? And from there, once they found shelter, once their, that psychological need was met, they were then able to build, you know, their business. And that's what we're doing for people. You know, we're creating homes and we're meeting that very basic psychological need um, as depicted in, in Maslow's hierarchy of needs and uh, and allows people to, you know, to grow from there. So it's, it is very powerful and um, well done to you, my friend. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Cool. So, um, Bim. Any further questions for Mr. T? No, that's everything. Thank you. It's it's been amazing. Thank you so much for um for coming to speak to us, um, for being a guest on our show, and then for inspiring those that are listening and inspiring us as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having yeah, me. It's been good thank to you. have you on. Uh, say that again, Toby. Oh, thank you very much for having me. It's been it's been a pleasure. Thank you pleasure my friend and uh yeah no thank you very much t and um to all our listeners we hope um you've got something out of uh, our conversation with toby toby if anyone wants to reach out to you um maybe for mentoring maybe for advice you know um where can they reach you um yeah you can reach me at my email um toby at white.properties.co.uk um, or find me on social media i'm all over the place <laughs> Perfect. We'll uh, we'll put the links in the show notes and uh, yeah. So you heard it from him. Um, you can feel free to contact him. And um, yeah, if you have any questions for us, where we tend to have a clubhouse room every Thursday, uh, which is an extension of podcast. Please join us there if you have any further questions or want to connect with us. Um, and you know, if you do, if you don't have time for clubhouse, then shoot us a message or anything like that, and um, we'll be happy to hear from you. So. Thank you once again. If you found it useful, share with someone and uh, we'll, un- you know, until next time. Thanks. Ciao for now. Thank you guys. Bye bye.